Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Stadium Bets, everybody, on Stadium. We are the weekend betting show and podcast on Stadium. We got Colby, the wavy guy. We got Nate. I'm Ben and Monty running the sticks. Boys, we had a fun and profitable weekend. We went 3-0 on best bets, other conference we teams, don't know ball. 49ers, Eagles. We don't know ball. Yeah, the haters are really upset today, boys. Yeah, I think we're waiting for a week where it kind of all came together. I know there's been some uh, trials and turbulations this season, but it was nice to end college football conference championship weekend on the right foot, especially because not really much to talk about in terms of college this week and then the next few weeks where we'll just kind of be nitpicking some bowl games before some of the the real important games happen in about four weeks. Yeah. So it's, it was nice to uh, do that and kind of end the sh- college season strong because even though there's some more important games, last week kind of felt like the end of it. Yeah, it was good. Felt good. You feel good? You feel? It's not the Ducks. Like a winner? Thanks. Thanks, Bo. Well, well that was on the show. That was a, a social only. Yeah, well, social we gave well, it listen, out. We gave it out. Accounts. We may. Yeah, we might have to delete the social post. <sighs> that was the, we went 0 for 3 in the social post, but we don't talk about the social post. We just talk about what happened on the show and the podcast. You can get our podcast wherever you find your podcast. We got the set decorated for Christmas. We're ready to go. We got NFL bets. We got some look-ahead uh, discussions for college football. And then, of course, we have best bets and our underdogs of the week. But, boys, let's start with the NFL uh, National Football League. We have two games that we wanted to highlight this weekend, and we'll start out first with the afternoon game on Sunday, Bills at the Chiefs. Chiefs are minus one and a half as of this recording on Wednesday. 48 and a half is the total, although it's still uh, kind of creeping upwards towards 49. Uh, Nate, we'll start with you. What are you looking at in this game? Money line is plus 105 for the Bills. Yeah, let's just take Bills' money line. Uh, the spot right. sets up really well for Buffalo here off the bye. They're 6-6. Six and six. They need all these games. This is a big game for them, especially in Kansas City, a place where they've had a little bit of regular season success in the past. I know the playoffs haven't gone so well when they've gone to Arrowhead, but this just isn't really the same Chiefs team where I, I trust them. It used to be kind of like you can take Patrick Mahomes in a situation like this under a field goal at home. You do it, but right now, I don't really love where the Chiefs are right now, and, and, and frankly, Bills need this game off a of bye. I think we get their home run effort here. Yeah, I'm going to go under in the game. I, do, I don't hate the Bills' angle for this game. They look like they're kind of starting to figure things out after firing their offensive coordinator. They're starting to run the ball more. That's why I like the under, 48 and a half. The Bills have suddenly become a more run-heavier team than we've seen them in the past. Uh, they're 12th in rushing attempts per game on average throughout the season, but over their last three games, they're averaging seven more rushes a game. They're third in the league in rush attempts per game over their last three games. This is a team that's starting to run the ball more, which means more running clock. So I think we're going to see the clock run a little bit more. They're going to try to play a bit more conservative. They don't want Josh Allen to, to fall into his interception funk that we've seen him fall into over the past couple weeks. Uh, and Kansas City, on their defensive side, they're a good defensive team. So I think in, despite some of the games that we've seen these past two teams play, it's going to go under 48.5, a little bit lower scoring. Chiefs offense has struggled at times here and there. I think we see maybe mid-40s in a game like this, Colby. 
We're taking the Bills money line. Um, <laughs> you both I, like I, the Bills. I, it's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are a team that I don't like betting against ever, but this isn't your little brother's Chiefs anymore. The, uh, the offense isn't that great. It's, sure, it's Patrick Mahomes, but they have no wide receivers. This is also, sure, this is a great spot for the Chiefs to get right after a gross loss to the Packers, but the Bills are a wild, caged animal. They're desperate, and they need to be on the up trajectory and improve and be better. And I don't think that the Chiefs can handle the or go up toe-to-toe with the Bills' offense, even if Allen's throwing a pick, maybe two. They're that good. Give me the Bills. Let me ask. You guys are not worried about Chiefs after a loss. We know how good Andy Reid is. No, I agree. I'm saying I'm saying no. this is a great spot for the Chiefs, but yeah. I do not care. It's This isn't your little no, brother's I, Chiefs. You're not worried. This isn't okay. your little brother's Chiefs. Different Dif- team. Different year. team. This is your Before. father's Chiefs. Oh. So yeah, some of the look-aheads oh, for this yeah. game were, were Chiefs minus three. Uh, and because the Chiefs lose, I think people know the situation with the Bills. Off the bye knee in this game, it's come down. I mean, right before we started recording, it went from two and a half to one and a half. So I am a little bit worried about the price on this game, but just situationally, it has to be Buffalo. All right, let's move on to our second game that we're highlighting of the weekend. Sunday night football, Eagles at the Cowboys, a rematch from uh, November 5th. And the Cowboys played at the Eagles. Eagles won that game by five. In this game, Cowboys minus three. Totals at 52. Money line, you can get uh, the Eagles at plus 145 if you so choose. Colby, we'll start with you. Yes, we're taking and a team I, I don't think I've ever taken ever betting-wise. Uh, we're taking really? Dallas Cowboys because you can't trust them ever. But I'm going to trust them, them this boys. week. We're going to take the Cowboys because the Eagles defense is they continuously get exposed every single week. They are allowing 432 yards per game in the last three games. That's the Chiefs, the Bills, and the 49ers. They're getting torched. Cowboys. Yeah, and the Cowboys offense playing really well right now. And with the way they're playing, it's a really tough spot for Philly. Uh, we, you know, Colby just mentioned the teams they just played. But now you're traveling for this game against a team that you won against earlier this year. But Dallas was the better team that day in Philadelphia. Anyone who watched the game would know that. And then Dallas has extra time of rest or prepared. They played Thursday on Thanksgiving. They played last Thursday. And now they have 10 days to prepare for this game. So situationally, it sets up so well for Dallas and not well at all for Philly. While they're going through this brutal stretch of games, And the next week, Philly plays at Seattle. So I'm not saying Seattle's a great team, but just having that trip to the Pacific Northwest after all these big games against the Chiefs, against the Bills, against the 49ers, and now the Cowboys is kind of a disaster uh, right now for Philadelphia, who aren't really playing good football right now. So going to uh, continue to fade Philadelphia in this one. I'm on the opposite side. And for that very reason, they've been through the gauntlet schedule-wise, and they've come out 3-1. and one. I think going through that gauntlet of a schedule, iron sharpens Benjamin. iron. They, you know, they're going to be sharp. Eagles plus three. On, I think ben. they come into this game. People are three down and on one, the Eagles. But could be 0-4. You have David Carr. They could be 0-4, but they're 3-1. and one. They find ways to win. I don't know if they're going to win this game. I really don't. I, the Cowboys have been playing really well, as you guys have said. I think, though, they are good enough to cover three, and there's some three-and-a-halves out there World. coming down a little bit. I think the Eagles are good enough to do this. I, again, iron sharpens iron. They've played some of the best teams in the NFL. They're coming into this game. They've already beat the Cowboys. I know they didn't look great against them November 5th, are we doing questions again? Is this an open open mic Hi. opportunity? Hi. Colby Marcio's stadium bets. Oh boy. Wouldn't you be worried that the Eagles would be gassed after all that? No, I won't. I question, think they are. Question okay. in the back. Yeah, go ahead. In the back. Yeah, go ahead. Hi, yeah, Michael you, Montgomery. Sure. I don't think this is how this works. Batters-box.com. <laughs> are you sure you're not worried? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I, I like the Eagles plus three and a half. Is it my strongest opinion bet of the weekend? No. But I think the Eagles are good enough to cover this number. 
I really do. I think people, you have people like David Carr coming out and saying Marcus Mariota is better than Jalen Hurts. You don't think he's heard the noise? You don't think he's going to come I'm into this game J- against a Jaylen rival? Hurts Rat lover. <laughs> but you are. But that takes just terrible. We won't even no. acknowledge that. It's a bad take. I will say something interesting with this game. Back when they played a few a month ago or so, the total was only 46 and a half. And now yeah. we're out to 52. And I would not bet under just because Dallas' offense has been so good at home. Close. They love and, turf. And we saw last week Geno Smith, who was struggling all season, really kind of exposed the Cowboys secondary. So I think there is a path for the Eagles to get points in this game. But now the total is 52 and 52 into the 2013 or 2023 NFL, pardon me, is so many points, especially when you look at Sunday's board and you see a pair of games lined at 30. There's more than a pair. There's more than a pair. It's disgusting. There's a a, like 30 and then there's some 30. Like the 44s is everywhere. Yeah. And just wait till uh, late December when the weather gets really bad, what we're going to see. Well, Jerry Jerry World's domed up. Eagles are going to be ready. I like the Eagles plus three and a half. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes. We got more coming up, though. We got college football discussions. We're talking Rose Bowl. We're talking Sugar Bowl. We're talking Army versus Navy. It's about to get real gross in here. And, of course, we got our best bets on the way as well. That's all coming up next on Stadium Bets. Welcome back to Stadium Bets. We had some NFL talk, and now we have some college football talk. Now, there's not a lot of college football games happening this weekend. We have some fun games to look forward to. We have the Sugar Bowl. We have the Rose Bowl. But before all that, probably even the bigger game Huge. than any of that, Army versus Navy. Foxborough, Massachusetts. Army's minus three. Total's 27 and a half. And Nate, I want you to explain this because you put the put it in our notes. What's an interesting factoid betting-wise from this game that the people should know? Yeah, so before last year's game, the last 16 games between Army and Navy went under the total. And last year's total went over over the closing number of 32, but the game was 10-10 after regulation, and it went into <laughs> double overtime. Both teams did score touchdowns. Both teams got seven in the first overtime, and that and that's when it went over the total. But basically, this game has been an absolute yeah. you know underfest, and it makes sense why you have two teams that play the same offense where it's run heavy, triple option, and Man I think ball. the key the key is here. Could be man ball. Yards it's and a man ball. He is the, <laughs> so some teams might have trouble preparing for the triple option, but not these two te- defenses because they see it every single day in practice. So that's why we've seen it. I was looking at the history of this uh, this rivalry and, and the uh, the odds in in terms of it, and there was one year, two thousand seven, I believe it was, where the total was sixty four. So we've come a long way from wow. some of these then. totals. Cut in half. Yeah, I, I wish I was uh, betting in 2007 when the, <laughs> the market was that inefficient. But uh, <laughs> there's been a lot of you know unders in this game, as I mentioned. The totals keep getting set lower. I mean, even a few years ago, they were in the 40s. Last few years in the 30s, still going under. Last year went over because the game went to overtime. But uh, yeah, 27 and now, a half. 27 and a half. That's as wow. probably as low as you're ever going to see. I mean, maybe that's the same total. That's probably the same total of... Uh, Iowa Rutgers. I was going to say, are or, we talking Iowa? Yeah, I would say we're, no, there's no Iowa, Iowa bet of the week, yeah, but we have no to talk about a game. Monty's with, uh, over here like under, with a under, disgustingly under. low total. So I think the question is, guys, are you over. still going under or are you going to go contrarian and go over? So we're going over? I'm or going, or going under. 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 <laughs> yeah, we're going under. We have to. Have to. That's, it's the spirit of the who, game. Who bets the, who would who bet bet the, the over? over in the Army Navy game? Losers. I'm sorry. Losers bet the over. 
if you bet the over, please imagine let us know me- so we can make fun of you imagine on Twitter. Imagine meeting somebody last year going, oh, I bet the over. Get out of my face. <laughs> this is the only game you're like, yes, they won, they won though. So you, they did win. He's but not it, fun. He's cost? not a fun guy. At, at what cost? Well, I, I definitely had the under, and so I, uh, edgy and cool. <laughs> under, I had the under. I figured, oh, one team scores a touchdown in overtime, the other team will get a stop. But no. Yeah, well, hopefully this. You know, hopefully, you don't score such few points that it goes in overtime again. But twenty-seven and a half is a low total. Last game like played at Gillette was six nothing. So. Yeah, what's the weather? Is the weather supposed to be meh, cold, chilly, rainy, windy? I know it's going to be cold and windy w- weather windy around right? the Northeast. So if you're NFL betting, make sure to check your forecast. I like it. All right, we uh, we're, let's go to the Rose Bowl for a quick sec, boys, because we don't have we're not going to make our bets for the Rose Bowl just yet. You know, you wait for injuries and opt outs, which there's probably not going to be opt outs for this game, but you're just waiting for news from the game. So we'll make our <laughs> bets for later on in the next couple weeks. Maybe some shut will opt up, out. Monty. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Michigan right now is minus one. Monty, I see you giggling. Forty five and a half is the total. Uh, what what are general thoughts on this game? Because it seems like we're going to be on opposite sides of this one um, for a game like this. The total or the spread has been moving in Alabama's direction. A lot of people are on Bama. I've seen articles written already. The public loves the Crimson Tide. Yeah. So where are we going, Colby? We're going to the only place that makes sense. I've already taken Alabama money line. I don't care if the public's on it. Everybody could be on it. It's the thing that makes the most sense. The you committee has never gotten it more public. right in their entirety of having no. the college football playoffs. They got no. it right. Name the four best teams. You're putting Alabama in 10 times out of 10. This is the best team in the country at the moment. They are going to win it all. Alabama, I don't care what you say. All. Michigan's offense is you overrated. A, their their offensive line is dinged up. They're missing their All-American. Their running game is overrated. The running backs are overrated. They can't throw the ball. Alabama is the best team in the country. Book it. You cannot change my mind. Florida State does not deserve to be in. Oh boy! The only is... thing I disagree with Colby there is if you really putting the four best teams in the country in the playoffs, and then Georgia and Ohio State should also be part of this invitation. <laughs> Alabama's still in there, but that's, but that's a topic for another time. <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna be on I, the opposite I, side, right? I think you're yeah, on Alabama. So, so one of the reasons I like Alabama is we think about what Michigan does well, and it's, it's kind of running the ball and wearing teams down. But yeah. against Alabama's front and physicality, it's really hard to do that. We've seen it the last, you know, two years ago when they went up against Georgia. We didn't really see it last year, but they had kind of had a, a, a you know a really bad showing against TCU, losing his over a touchdown favorite in a similar semifinal spot. And Nick Saban giving him time to prepare for a team that's kind of trending Please. upward. Alabama's the only side I could look. If you if you like Alabama, probably bet it now. And if you like Michigan, I'd wait all the way up to Lurking. the day of the day on New Year's Day. That's what I'm doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna lurk. This might be uh, is Mariah Carey gonna sing anything for that game? Because it's gonna be like Sunday Night Football, right? When she starts singing, that's when you're gonna start hitting that bet. So. Carrie Underwood. Oh, same. Yeah, same dude, same you're thing. so yeah. into Christmas. I, I'm very Christmassy. Oh, that's true. That's I've been listening to a lot of Mariah Carey. I like Michigan though. <laughs> I'm gonna go Michigan. Right. <laughs> Let's go to the Sugar Bowl. We'll, we'll talk Texas, about Washington. We'll we'll have updates of this game uh, in the next month. Yeah, and our final picks the week of. So we got Texas Washington. Texas minus four, total sixty four and a half. We'll start with Nate this time. How are you looking at this game? Yeah, I don't have much on this game now. I think the spread is is pretty much right. I know at Washington had that huge game against Oregon, but they were also a ten point underdog in this game. So there's still a little bit of doubt about Washington, and I'm kind of there. I do want to do though, kind of going more into the matchup of Washington's pass game and some of their really good wide receivers who will be in the NFL against Texas secondary because it's hard to run on Texas, but teams have been able to throw on the Longhorns this season. So very fascinating game. I will say, though, Texas has a big advantage in terms of where this game's being played in New Orleans, where they're going to have most of the fan support 
I feel like Washington kind of unlucky being a 13 and 0 conference title or champion and thinking they're probably going to get into the Rose Bowl and making a, a short trip for all those people in Washington to go down to LA and I probably have a lot of West Coast alumni who live in California and would be able to go to this game. So kind of unlucky, I'd say, for Washington to have to play in that specific stadium and in that city against a Texas team that has never made the playoff, and we know their fans are going to travel well. So I think Texas is going to win, but in terms of point spread in total, still need some time to dissect this one. I have no idea what I'm going to bet for this game. No, I'll I'm with you. I, I'm like, it, the, Maybe the, the total? total's too high. But I like the over. I feel like I know I, the total seems I feel really like I'll high. I'll wait yeah. for it to move. It's it. It'll be the day of. I will make a bet, or when yeah. we talk about it next, because because I, I don't know. I mean, is this gonna? It's probably not gonna move that much more drastically. To be quite honest, the total would like move this. more than for I feel like the spread. Such a random number. Yeah, I, I'm probably gonna hit the total depending on where it moves. I like the over first half. But like you said, maybe for, I just I was on the Texas team total over last week. That hit. I think their offense is going to be really, really good and effective. And on the other side, we know how effective Washington's offense is as well. The over to me seems like the play here. Yeah, the first I, half I don't feel under because of all the, the. I feel like with all the time these four teams have to prep for each other, first right. half under makes the most sense. Second half over, slower pace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Everyone's going to be prepared. They're going to be amped up. Yeah, and the yeah the Oregon Washington game. It was a slow starting game where it's like, wow, this is an easy under. And I right. think it still went under the total, but by like half a point or something. So. Maybe kind of prepare, like you said, there might be some nerves, some kind of feeling out process, and then try to hit a, a live over uh, as the game goes on. All right, well, we do have picks. Don't worry, we have picks. We're on the segment with our picks. We have non-playoff college football bowl games that we wanted to get some early bets out in. Colby, we'll start with you, oh, yeah. and beware. A lot of these picks, very obscure. All right. I love it. What do you take? taking Liberty. I love it. Yeah. This is their Super Bowl. They're going up against a Bo <laughs> Nicks less. Duck squad. I thought he was supposed to play. No, I read that he's not. Okay. Well, if I'm wrong, TBD. Uh, what I read recording. before today, I the said, line suggests he might be playing. I don't think he's playing, but still. Ooh. Either regardless, if he's playing he's or not, if he's playing or not, I don't care. Taking liberty. This <laughs> is their Super Bowl. They will be ready to go. He's playing money. Well, he's playing. I don't care. You can put this oh, up. Monty just fact I don't care. It'll be 14 and a half. I'll still take it. I took it at 15 Maybe and a half. Plus 21. I love their offense. They have one of the best offenses to st- statistically in the country. Number one rush, and they have a very, very effective pass, effective pass game. And uh, Caden Salter, my boy. He'll get it done. All right, we're, we're going to go Liberty fans. What do you like? Let's go, Liberty fans. Let's go to another uh, a New Year's Six Bowl on December 30th, Orange Bowl. Let's take Florida State plus the 14 against Georgia. I feel like we're going to kind of get a rally the troops effort from Florida State, who was left out of the playoff, even though they were a 13-0 power conference champion. They're in their home state. I feel like the way Mike Norvell's kind of run the program, that they're going to be very motivated for this game to show that they belong in the 14 playoff. And on the other side, I just don't think we're going to get much from Georgia. I expect a lot of opt-outs from Georgia as we head into the preparations for this game. And Georgia, they won the last two national titles. So the fact that they're not in the playoff, I feel like they're just not going to really show up. And I know their backups are really good, but I feel like this is a lot of points for a Florida State team that maybe they all kind of don't want to be there and don't show motivation. But I'm going to bet on the fact that Norvell can at least get his guys up for this one game. and in front of a national audience. Yeah. I'm going to go to Albuquerque, New Mexico, take the fighting Jerry kills, New Mexico state <laughs> minus three against Fresno state. There's plenty of reasons to take New Mexico state motivation. I mean, this team plays for Jerry. They love him. He's a great yeah. coach. 10 win season for New Mexico state. 
Uh, also, Fresno State's head coach, uh, Jeff Tedford, will be stepping away from the team for health reasons, so they're going to be without their head coach. Also, Fresno State lost their last three games in a row to finish the season 8-4. and four. I question how motivated this team is after three losses to end the season. They're playing in Albuquerque, New Mexico, basically a road game for them. I, I question that. So I'll take New Mexico State, laying the three points. Jerry Kill, love the guy, former Minnesota coach, had to leave for health reasons, and yep. he's really rejuvenated this New Mexico State program. So I'll take a minus three. I, I really believe like that's it. a uh, that's a December 16th game, so yeah. ne- next Saturday. Coming so up. you'll be able to uh, bet that. Bet I think that now the, before it goes up. The games that Colby and I gave out were both uh, later on in the bull process. I uh, checked that screenshot where I thought it said Bonix is playing, and it turns out I have dyslexia. Um, he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put a knot in there. Yeah. That's fair. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll figure out uh, Colby's reading problems during the break. And on the other side, we're going to have best bets in our underdogs. That's going up next. <laughs> Welcome back to Stadium Bets. Rapid fire time, boys. Let's start with underdog of the week. Nate. Go. Yeah, let me get the Jets over the Texans. Ben, we were at work yesterday, and you told me that the Jets were releasing Tim Boyle, and that was an easy decision to bet the Jets, <laughs> because as long as he's not starting, I want him. Jets win this game outright. All right, I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears off a bye at home playing the Lions. They're getting three and a half. I take that, but I take the money line. Justin Fields is back. Bears defense is healthy. The whole team is healthy, and it's going to be cold. Jared Goff, bad in cold weather. Bears for the win. Be the Broncos money line against the Chargers. This is they're one of the most improved teams this year, going up going up against the most unserious team in the league. Broncos is dog. Give them to me. All right, best bet. Oh, uh, Nate! Wow, Texans minus five and a half. The Jets haven't <laughs> scored fourteen points in six straight games. I don't care who the quarterback is. I will yeah. allow this young, great quarterback C.J. Stroud to make rookie mistakes all game long, and they will still cover. Give me Texans. Ooh. And we'll be nice to you. We'll give it to you at minus four and a half. Oh, thank you. On the Houston, Texas. We're nice guys. I'm going to go Cincinnati Bengals plus one. I know that the Bengals was a team that I had pretty lowly rated with Jake Browning as their starting quarterback, but he looked really good on Monday night against the Jaguars. So I don't think the drop off between him and Burrow are, is as big as we thought. And I've also been looking for opportunities to fade the Colts. They've had a lot of wins lately, but against bad teams. I'm saying the Bengals are a good team, but the Bengals probably believe they have a shot at the playoffs. So give me the Bengals plus one. I'm going to go with the Rams plus seven. I would have loved seven and a half. Hopefully it gets there by Sunday. Do not take it under seven. But if I get the Rams plus seven, I'll take it. This is a team since their bye week three weeks ago has played so much better than they were beginning of the year. They're giving up fewer sacks. They're averaging 30 points per game, which puts them fourth in the NFL in points per game over their last three. Stafford is playing a lot better. And typically, the Rams have been playing up or down to their competition. So if they're playing, going on the road playing a good Ravens team, I think they're going to show up. Maybe they won't win, but they'll make it at least close enough, boys. Good job. I think we all hate each other's best bets, which is I disagree first. with both of yours, so yeah. best of luck. That's good. So best of luck to everyone. Maybe we're going to have another 3-0 a week. You can find the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Good luck this weekend. <laughs> 